Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And welcome back after a lengthy delay. We're just about set to pick this game back up again. From Decatur, Georgia, Middle Tennessee, and Georgia State, we are in the bottom half of inning number five. Georgia State leads seven to five. They will have a runner at second base with two outs. The Raiders making a pitching change as Bryson Thomas has come in to do the pitching. So Trent Siebert out after pitching to just one batter, allowed one hit, a double, and Bryson Thomas on making his sixth appearance on the mound this season. He'll be facing Caleb Stewart, the leadoff man in the batting order for Georgia State. And we're set to go after a rain delay of about an hour and 15 minutes, I'm going to call it. We got out of here about eight minutes uh, after the hour, and we're back uh, here at about 24 minutes. 23 minutes, actually, when we started. Ball one, the count to Stewart. Two outs, a runner at second base, and the Raiders trailing seven to five. Bryson Thomas, senior, on the mound, and the pitch is low and outside. Four ball, two. Two balls, no strikes. Bryson has been used uh, sparingly as a pitcher, more so as a uh, first baseman this season but he is uh, very capable out on the mound. Count of 2-0. and oh. Pitch misses outside ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Bryson making his sixth appearance. He's pitched a total of seven innings, allowing five hits and eight earned runs, five walks, five strikeouts. He was... Quite a headline pitcher in high school at Spring Hill High School, but then suffered an arm arm injury between his uh, senior year and first year in uh, college and had surgery. And it's just been a touch and go for that young man for five years. Pitches a strike at the knees, three and one. Had Had a serious leg injury last year, which sidelined him for most of the second half of the season. Count three balls, one strike. The runner at second base is Reddick, who had a double off uh, Trent Siebert right before the uh, weather delay came in. Three and one to count. And the pitch to the plate is low for ball four, and Stewart draws a walk. He's been on base all four times. That's what a good leadoff man is supposed to do. So with two outs, runners first and second, the batter is Griffin Chaney. Chaney homered in the bottom of the first inning, flied out in the third, and was hit by a pitch in the fourth. Bright sunshine now. The weather threat has apparently passed. We got very little rain. Probably not enough to fill a thimble. Pitch low, got away from Spears, but the runners do not advance. Ball one to Chaney. But the biggest uh, threat was lightning, and uh, when that shows up in the area, they clear the field quickly as they did 
at about eight minutes past the previous hour. So about an hour, 15-minute rain delay or weather delay. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. It swung on and fouled out of play, and the count goes to one and one. Cheney, a senior, 347 hitter on the year out of Johns Creek, Georgia. Actually, he's a a fifth-year senior, super senior. One ball, one strike. Bryson Thomas, the fourth pitcher used by the Raiders today. And the pitch to the plate. Breaking ball just missed inside. Two and one the count. In case you're just joining us, the Panthers scored a run in the bottom of the first inning on a solo home run by this batter, Cheney. Raiders got three in the second. Georgia State got five in the fourth. The Raiders got Two in the fifth. Georgia State has scored one here in the bottom of the fifth, which is where we are right now. First and second occupied with a two-ball, one-strike count to the right-handed hitter, Griffin Cheney. Here's Thomas Pitch and a breaking ball in there for strike call. The count goes to two and two. Raiders infield playing straight up, no shifting. And the 2-2 pitch on the way and missed for the breaking ball there. Something about four straight curveballs. Three balls, two strikes. And with two outs, the runners will be moving. Hardly any wind at all right now. The flag out in left center field shows no movement. Thomas turns, looks the runner back to second base. It's Reddick at second and Stewart at first. They will both be off with the pitch. And the 3-2 pitch is swung on, grounded to second. Mabry's got it. His play will be to first. End time, and the inning is over. So the Raiders escaped the uh, fifth inning after a lengthy weather delay. But in the inning, Georgia State comes up with one run on one hit. There was also a hit batsman and a walk in there. Two men left on base. We have completed five full innings. It is Georgia State 7, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, 
standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the Raiders' sixth inning now, 7-5, Georgia State leading. They will have a new pitcher coming on, Cameron Landry. Treadway, who was uh, the pitcher when the weather delay hit to uh, one pitch, got it out, and he is no longer in the game. Landry. A right-hander will be in. Get you some uh, numbers on him. Landry making his 13th appearance. He's started nine games. Two and four with a 4.26 earned run average. 38 innings, 45 hits given up. 18 earned runs. As the first pitch coming in to Coker is hit bare down the third baseline is rolling into foul territory down in the corner and Coker will speed into second base he's going to try for three the throw coming in not in time that's going to be a triple for Brett Coker he turned on the afterburners when he rounded second base and never hesitated all the way into third so that is his second extra base hit he had a double in the second inning and that is his first triple of the season. Just inside the bag down the third baseline. So Landry greeted with a triple by Coker, and the batter is Eston Snyder. Had an infield hit, a bunt single in the second inning. The right-hander comes set. Pitch is swung on and missed. It's a good slider on the outside corner. One strike to count to Snyder with Nagishi on deck. Raiders trailing 7-5. Same pitch. This time he held off. The count is 1-1. One and one. Eston Snyder, a freshman out of Franklin, Tennessee. Played his high school ball over at Page High School in Williamson County. The pitch. Fastball strike at the letters. And the count will go to one and two on Snyder. He'll be followed by Nagishi. As the Raiders try to get back uh, in this ball game. Trailing by two. Snyder swings and just got the tip end of the bat on that one. Fouled it back to the on-deck circle. Count holds at one ball, two strikes. Outfield straight away for Georgia State. Third baseman shortened up just a little bit. Swing and a miss, and Snyder down on strikes for out number one. 
First strikeout for Landry. See, Landry had 43 strikeouts in 38 innings, so more than a strikeout an inning for this pitcher who is primarily a starter. Here's Nagishi. Pitch to him is outside, ball one. Left side of the infield and left field looking up into the sun. That's the sun field here. There's a ball hit to the first baseman. The runner coming home. He's going to score. As Coker will score on the ground out by Nagishi and make it 7-6. to six. So give Nagishi an RBI, his ninth of the season. Two outs, base is empty, and the batter is Brian Dillingham. It'll sacrifice fly to drive in a run in the second inning and had an infield hit in the fifth. Takes a strike call, nothing in one. Full wind up, but a swing and a miss. Strike two. Landry's pitches have a lot of movement. And he's been working that outside corner, which he does now, and strikes out Dillingham on three pitches. So that is all for the Raiders in the sixth. One run, one hit, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Georgia State 7, Middle Tennessee 6 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Ah, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders have trimmed the Georgia State lead to one run. It is seven to six. Bryson Thomas on the mound will face Boynton, Ryerson, and Jones, three, four, five hitters. In the lineup, and a strike call to Boynton. He has walked twice and struck out. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Breaking ball misses inside. One ball, one strike. Boynton, 6'6", 235 pounds. He is big for a second baseman. Transfer from... 
Nebraska by way of Northwest Florida State. Pitcher's ball two to Boynton, two balls and a strike. Ball three is outside and it's three and one. I thought the Oregon player might go home during the long weather delay, but he stuck around. There's a ball lined in the center field. The base hit just past Mabry over a little bit in the right center. Pointing a leadoff single in the sixth inning. That'll be the first hit off Bryson Thomas. And the batter will be Ryerson, who has flied out Hitting to a force play and single. Runner at first, nobody out. We're playing in the bottom of the sixth inning. Here's Thomas pitch and a fastball is low for ball one. Writers do not have a full complement of players today because several players who had exams scheduled either today or tomorrow stayed behind. Pitch is low in the dirt and there will not be a throw to second. That'll be a wild pitch. Down to second goes Boynton. So a runner on second base, no outs, two balls, no strike count to Ryerson. Pitch to him is low, ball three. Three and oh. Ryerson yesterday had two home runs and five runs batted in at Alabama State. Leads the Sun Belt with 16 home runs. He is the 16th, number 16 in the country in D1 in home runs. Takes a strike. Three and one. The runner at second base, Boynton. Thomas comes set, the pitch, and a breaking ball in there for a strike. So I believe it's three and two. I can't hardly, uh, I can't read the scoreboard. The sun's too bright. There's ball four. It was three and two. So that will put runners at first and second with nobody out. Second walk, Bryson has allowed since coming in, and the batter is Cameron Jones, the first baseman. Jones has two singles and has popped out to the first baseman. Two for three with a run scored. 352 hitter coming in.
And he is also their top relief pitcher with five saves. Now we'll have a visit to the mound from Blue Raider pitching coach Jerry Myers. No outs here in the sixth inning, and it's a 7-6 game. Georgia State leading by one. This game was an add-on game to the schedules of both schools. Raiders have had some uh, cancellations, and Georgia State had an opening, so the two coaches got together. Here we are. What they didn't plan for was an over-an-hour rain delay, weather delay. Jones, a right-handed batter, steps in, facing Bryson Thomas with no outs, runners first and second. Pitch to him is inside ball one. What we need here is a good line drive triple play. Haven't seen one of those in a while. Thomas with the pitch, fouled out of play to the right, one and one. Ball on a strike. To Jones. And the pitch to the plate is around a bunt. Bunts it foul. And that will be strike two. I like that play with runners first and second and no outs. They waited till the third pitch to uh, attempt it. So one and two the count. Missed for the breaking ball inside. Two balls, two strikes. Thomas comes set. And the pitch. Popped into center field. Moving over into right center a few steps is Vincent. Takes it. The runner at second will tag, and the throw cut off. Runners will be at first and third with one out. So Jones flies to center field for the first out. Boynton tags after the catch and moves over to third. And with first and third now, the batter is Dylan Strickland, who has one hit, a single in the first inning. He's popped out. And he has been hit by a pitch. Strickland, number six in the batting order. Greater infield would love to get a ground ball now and try to get out of this inning. First and third, one out. Thomas with the pitch, and the batter asked for time right before the pitch. Thomas went ahead and delivered it. Mm -hmm. 
Bryson comes set now with the pitch to the plate, and it's a ball just high. One ball, no strikes to Strickland. Came in with a good fastball, but missed the strike zone. Breaking balls comes in low for ball two, and it's two and zero. Oh. And Bryson has been constantly getting behind the hitters. Two balls and no strikes. Runners will lead at first and third. And the pitch to the plate. Strike caught the inside corner with a fastball. Count goes to two and one. This pitch comes in just below the knees. Ball three. That had the plate, but low. Three balls and a strike. Big right-hander, Bryson Thomas. Check of the runners, and the pitch is swung on, hit in the air. Shallow center field. Benson coming in after a long run will make the catch. The runner, runners will hold. And now two outs with runners at first and third. The runner at third, Boynton, was not going to challenge Benson as that ball was caught in fairly shallow center field. So with two outs, here is the catcher, Blaine Marchman. He was struck out, singled, and flied to center. Two away now. Mason Spears. Flashing signs behind the plate as Thomas comes set. And instead throws to first. Good stop by Nagishi to save a bad throw. He went down and blocked that ball just like a catcher might block a low pitch. Thomas to the belt, and the pitch is a breaking ball right in there for a strike. That was a beauty. Nothing and one the count. Swing and a miss. Another breaking ball. He throws that standard 12 to 6 curveball. And it's fun to watch when it's uh, put in the right place. Two strikes the count to Marchman. Just be careful and don't hang one. And the pitch. And struck him out. Three straight breaking pitches. And Marchman down on strikes. That is out number three. Good finish after a shaky start in the inning for Bryson Thomas. No runs. One hit and two men left. Here are the totals after six innings. 
for Georgia State. They have seven runs on 11 hits and no errors. And for the Raiders, six runs, six hits. The Raiders have committed one error. Seven to six, Georgia State leads as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the top of the seventh inning. Raiders trailing seven to six. Georgia State has a Sunbelt Series with Appalachian State coming up this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right now they are 10 and 11 in their conference play, but six and three at home. For the Raiders, Luke Vincent leads off the seventh inning. Then we'll go back to the top of the order for Lopez and Mabry. Landry with first pitch, breaking ball in for a strike to Vincent. Had an RBI sacrifice bunt in the second inning, bunted in a runner from third. There's a swinging strike, and it's 0-2. And then he was hit by a pitch in the fifth. Luke in a two-strike hole now as Landry delivers outside for ball one. Carmen Landry, big tall right-hander, one of their starting pitchers. Pitches inside, ball two, two and two. He has started uh, nine games. This is his 13th appearance. 4.26 earned run average and a 2-4 record. Count two and two to Luke Vincent. And the pitch to the plate is outside, ball three. So he got ahead two strikes, and Vincent's worked to count full three and two. And the pitch is swung on, a little tap to third. It's going to roll. They're going to let it roll. Did it hit the base? I think it hit the base, and that's going to be a fair ball and a base hit for Vincent. About all the third baseman could do as it was just straddling the line was to let it roll, and it rolled right into the third base bag. So Luke will pick up an infield hit. 
And the Raiders have the tying run at first with nobody out. That's the first hit off Landry. And the batter is Fausto Lopez. I'm sorry, that's the second hit off Landry. The first hit was Coker's triple leading off the sixth inning. First pitch is a ball to Lopez. Fausto's had a good day at the plate. The leadoff double in the first inning. Throw to first, and Vincent is back. They've read the stat sheet. They know he likes to run. Landry into the stretch. And a quick throw to first, Vincent back. Forrest Arnold down at first with the stopwatch. Gauging the pitcher's move to first. Another throw over there. Lopez waiting patiently with a one-ball count. Runner goes and hit and run. Single to right field. Vincent turns at second. He's going to third. And the Raiders have him at the corners with nobody out. Perfectly executed hit and run. Benson went with the pitch. Lopez hit it into the hole in right field. And now the Raiders have the tying run at third. It's Lopez's second hit of the afternoon. And the batter is J.T. Mabry. First and third, nobody out. Got to get that run in from third. That's the tying run. Here's the right-hander into the stretch. Pitch to Mabry. Misses outside, ball one. JT is 0 for 3. Ground out, fly out, and a foul fly ball caught down the right field line. 0 for 3. One ball, no strikes. Landry turns and throws to first. Lopez back. He also likes to run. In fact, he stole a base in the fifth inning. Benson, the runner at third. Pitch is swung on and missed. That was a pitch low in the dirt, and JT went after it. One and one. Second baseman Boynton playing over fairly close to the bag at second, so there's some hitting room on the right side of the infield. Another throw to first, and Lopez back. A ball and a strike to J.T. Mabry, the pitch. Foul straight back to the screen. One and two. Pretty good cut on a fastball there by Mabry. And another snap throw over to first base, and Lopez back. 
Landry is ready again. Pitch to the plate and struck him out on a breaking ball. Mabry down on strikes for the first out. And the batter is Jackson Galloway. Has flied out, grounded out, and singled in the fifth inning to drive in a run. And he's got another RBI opportunity here. First and third, one out. Galloway has been swinging a hot bat. If you have been following the team, you know that he's coming off a five-for-five game on Saturday and another two-hit game on Sunday in the UTSA series. Boosted his batting average up over 360. Here's the pitch to Galloway, held up and took it low for ball one. Lopez at first, Benson at third. Outside, ball two. Two and oh to Galloway. Shadows are beginning to creep over the field from the first base side on out towards second base and third base. Check swing, and it's outside, ball three, and they're pitching very carefully to Galloway. Three balls, no strikes. Spears in the on-deck circle removes his shin guards, anticipating and at bat in this inning. Swung on, popped up, foul. That's coming back this way. Into the grandstand. And the count will go three and one. Had the green light on three and oh. So it is three and one now to Jackson Galloway. Landry, the right-hander, comes set. Runner goes, pitches low, ball four, and the bases are loaded. Lopez had started to second base. So now you can't ask for a better situation than this with your cleanup hitter up and the bases loaded. We're going to have a visit to the mound I think they've got a pitcher throwing down in their bullpen there. It's hard to see the bullpens here. Yeah, they've got somebody up. Spears today, 0-4-3, has grounded out, struck out, and popped out. So he is due. Pitcher's going to stay in. Mason Spears checks into the game at 288 with seven home runs. 
And with the bases loaded, if you can elevate the ball, you might be able to get a run in from third. On a ground ball, you got to hit it out of the reach of the infielders because this is a double play situation on a ground ball. Now it spears into the batter's box and Landry looking in for the sign. Comes set and the pitch is swung on and missed. Working that breaking ball. Uh, Slider or whatever it is on the outer portion of the plate. One strike to count. Same pitch, swung on and missed. Nothing in two, the count to Spears. Bases loaded, just one out here in the seventh. And the pitch struck him out. Three straight pitches, same spot. Spears down on strikes for out number two, and the batter is Coker. Has a double and a triple, and a ground out in between. Raiders with their blue tops on, so he's wearing number 24 today, not his normal number 13. Swung on, fouled out of play to the right. One strike to Coker. Landry's pitch right in there. Strike two called. He's about to get out of this inning after loading the bases with no outs. Two strikes. Two outs, bases loaded. Fouled out of play to the right. Count holding at 0-2. Fresh supply of baseballs to the home plate umpire. I think the humidity lifted some after the weather went through. Temperature dropped a few degrees. There's a swing and a fly ball to left field. Coming in, Strickland will make the catch head high for out number three. Coker put a good swing on it. It's more of a line drive, but Strickland able to handle it. So the Raiders come up empty in the seventh. No runs on two hits. And three men left. Seventh inning stretch time here at Georgia State. The Panthers seven, the Blue Raiders six on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Josh Smith leading off the seventh inning for Georgia State. Has run the cap two balls and no strikes. Smith, the number eight hitter in the order, will be followed by Reddick and then Stewart. And the next pitch is sliced to right field. That is a base hit. Smith, sharp single to lead off. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Got hit by Smith. Is the second off Bryson Thomas, and the batter is Trent Reddick, the shortstop. Scrounded out, walked, and doubled. Thomas with the pitch, and he shortened up to bunt, took it high for ball one. Reddick was the the batter, uh, only batter Trent Siebert faced in the game, and he doubled and drove in a run in the fifth inning, and then the weather delay uh, occurred. They cleared the field, so Siebert did not come back. The pitch is outside. Two balls, no strikes to Reddick. Bryson Thomas came on after the weather delay to take up the pitching duties for the Raiders. And he is now working in his third inning. Two balls, no strikes. Smith leads from first. Pitches outside, ball three. And the count is 3-0 and oh to Reddick. Short lead at first, and the 3-0 pitch, strike called. Showed bunt. I don't think he had any intention of bunting. I think he was just going to take that pitch. It was a strike, 3-1. and one. Runner takes off, pitch is butted, caught the top of the screen and drops back down. 
in foul ground, and the count goes to three and two. That was the old bunt and run, or run and bunt. Full count now, three and two. Let's see if Smith's running again. Seven to six game. The Panthers of Georgia State leading here in the seventh inning. There's a strike called, and Reddick is down on strikes. Good fastball by Thomas as he picks up his first strikeout. I'm sorry, his second strikeout. He struck out the last batter in the sixth inning. So with one out, here's a guy the Raiders have not been able to get out today, and that's the leadoff man, Stewart, who has been on base all four times. And hits a sharp grounder to Lopez over to second out there. Throw to first. Got him. And the double play will end the seventh inning. That will go 6-4-3 for the twin killing. And the Raiders out of the seventh inning. No runs. One hit. But nobody left on base. We've completed seven full innings. It is Georgia State 7, Middle Tennessee 6 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Have a new pitcher in for Georgia State. He is uh, <clears throat> Ryan Watson. Watson making his 16th appearance. He is their closer. Made one start this year. Has seven saves, a 1-2 record, and a 3.52 earned run average. So he has pitched 30 and two-thirds innings, allowed 32 hits, 12 runs, 12 earned runs, has only walked three, and struck out 24. He has allowed four home runs. Opponents hitting 278 against this right-hander. Ryan Watson, 6'4", 205, out of Sugar Hill, Georgia. And high school, uh, North Gwinnett. So that's around in this area somewhere. Taking his warm-up tosses with his catcher marching. I did have a few uh, odds and ends to pass along to you. This is uh, May the 4th in 1939 in his first time to bat in Detroit at Briggs Stadium. 
Boston rookie Ted Williams becomes the first player to hit a, to hit a home run that clears the right field wall at Briggs Stadium. He was just 20 years old and helped the Red Sox beat the Tigers in that game 7-6. to six. There was a strike called to Eston Snyder, nothing and one. He struck out the last two at-bats after getting a bunch single in the second inning. Swung on and a little looper into left field. Going to be in there for a base hit. Just popped it over the infield, and the left fielder decided not to try a diving catch. Played it safe, took it on the hop, and Snyder with a leadoff single here in the eighth will be the first hit off Watson. The batter is Nagishi. He is grounded out twice and walked. I always thought Ted Williams was my favorite player to watch hit. The pitch to the plate. Swing and a little tap. Foul. And I think, did Snyder start on that pitch? I think he did. It'll be strike one to Nagishi. Snyder represents the tying run. Some of you may have been to Briggs Stadium. If you if you remember that stadium, huge right field, and nobody ever hit a ballpark hit the ball out of that ballpark. But Ted Williams did as a 20-year-old rookie. The runner goes, and he gets to second base as the throw sails into center field. I think Nagishi was trying to bunt. And Snyder was running, so give him a stolen base. That would be his sixth of the season. And they count one and one on Nagishi. So there's your tying run at second base. The Raiders had it, a tying run at third with nobody out in the previous inning. Couldn't get Vincent home. Maybe they can get Snyder in. Here's Watson's pitch, swing and a miss. Worked that outside corner, and Nagishi didn't get it. One ball and two strikes. Dillingham waiting to hit next. Snyder leads at second, dancing around out there, and the pitcher turns Watson and fakes the throw to second. Runs him back to the base. Seven to six. Georgia State leading. Raiders batting in the top of the eighth inning. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on, hit down the left field line. Is it fair or foul? It's going to be a foul ball. Over near the Georgia State bullpen down the left field line. So the count holds at a ball and two strikes to Tatsunari Nagishi. Watson comes set. Checks the runner. And Nagishi struck out swinging on a breaking ball. 
That is out number one for strikeout for Watson. The batter is Dillingham. Sacrifice fly, drove in a run in the second inning. Had an infield hit in the fifth. Struck out in the sixth. Pitch comes in low for a ball. Benson waiting to hit next. Raiders trying to get that tying run across. That's uh, in the person of Snyder, the runner at second base, with one out. Dillingham waiting. Pitch to the plate, outside, in the dirt, ball two. Well, the storm has passed. The weather very nice right now. And a lot, I think we lost, I may have said this earlier, I think we lost some humidity after that storm got out of here. 2-0 and oh, the count. Dillingham swings and misses. Two balls and a strike. Brian's had some big hits lately, and if he has one here, that would be huge. The pitch lined up the middle. That is a base hit. Snyder will have to hold it third. He had to wait and see if the Georgia State infielder, Boynton, was going to catch that line drive. Slipped by him into center field, and now runners at first and third with one out. Same situation we had last inning. Raiders were unable to get a run in. Second hit off Watson since coming in, and here's Vinson. He has bunted in a run already today. He's looking down to his third base coach, Jordan Getzelman, to get the sign. The third baseman, Cheney, is in on the grass. And Watson comes set. Throws to first, trying to get Benson to show his hand. If he bunts, he would want to bunt it to the right side and make the pitcher handle it or the first baseman. He's around the butt, took it outside, ball one. And the third baseman charging was breathing right down his throat. So they pitched him outside, and that's a difficult pitch to bunt to the right side. And Snyder has to be alert, the runner at third. He lays it down right in front of the plate, and he's in there. He's safe. Snyder slipped in under the tag of the catcher marching as the pitcher Watson fielded it. Not, what, six feet in front of home plate? He slid down and tried to toss it underhand to the catcher, and Snyder slid under the tag. So this game is tied at seven. Give Vincent another hit, 
and another RBI on a nice bunt. He didn't get it out as far as he wanted, but it was enough to do the job. Now first and second with one out as Dillingham advances to second. Hit number three, run number one off Watson. And a conference on the pitcher's mound. Pitching coach back out there. They will not make a pitching change here. So first and second, one out, and the top of the batting order coming in now. Fausto Lopez. He's had a pretty good day. Double, single, slide out. Hit into a force play. He scored a run. Raiders have tied it up in the top of the eighth inning. It's 7-7. Seven to seven. Dillingham, the runner at second, and Luke Vinson at first, and the pitch is low and inside. Ball one to Lopez. The right-hander Watson comes set. Lopez asks for time, steps out of the box. The lights have come on here in Georgia. The pitch missed outside. Two balls, no strikes to Lopez. Mabry waiting to hit next. The 2-0 pitch, low and inside, ball three. He's threatening to load the bases again. The Raiders loaded them in the seventh but couldn't score. They have already scored here in the eighth to tie the game at seven. Three balls, no strikes to Lopez. Laid one right in there for a call strike, three and one. Lopez taking all the way. No wind at all right now. 3-1 pitch, handcuffed him. And he tried to check his swing on an inside pitch. Called a strike, three and two. Keep an eye on the runners now. First and second with one out. Three balls, two strikes. They're not going. And Lopez with a little tap. The catcher picks it up and throws to first. The runners do advance. I thought for a moment he had struck out, but that ball just rolled out in front of the plate. So he just got the end of the bat on it, I think. The plate umpire wants to consult with his cohort at first base as to what that was. 
I didn't really hear the ball hit the bat. He is out. That's the call. Runners at second and third. So that'll be uh, catcher to first, two to three for the putout on Lopez. That's the second out. Over to third is Dillingham, and down to second is Vinson. And the batter is J.T. Mabry, who is 0 for 4. 7 to 7. Watson pitch, trying to pitch out of a jam. Swing and a miss by Mabry. Mabry struck out in the seventh. And that was with Landry on the mound. Lowing inside, ball one. One and one. Galloway waiting to hit next. Oh, you'd love to have him up there with the bases loaded. One ball, one strike to J.T. Mabry. Watson looking in for the sign. Long look in. Now he's ready. And the pitch is skied foul down the right field line out of play. One and two to Mabry. With two outs, the runners will be off for the crack of the bat. And at that time, Winston was all the way to third base on that foul ball. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch is low and outside. Good block by the catcher, Marchman. Two and two. Seven runs, ten hits for the Raiders. Seven runs, 11 hits for the Panthers. Two balls, two strikes to Mabry. Two runners in scoring position. Slammed it foul over in front of the Georgia State dugout. Count holes at two and two. Watson has the sign. Come set. And the 2-2 pitch swung on ground ball in the hole. Through base hit. One run will score. The second run coming across, and the Raiders lead it 9-7. Clutch base hit by Mabry, who had been 0 for 4. Two runs score, and it is 9-7 in the top of the eighth inning. For JT, RBIs number 11 and 12 on the season. Hit it right through the hole between the diving third baseman, Cheney, and the shortstop Reddick in the hole. And now we're going to have a pitching change as Watson will come out. We will take a break and tell you who the new pitcher is when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients. 
standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. So a new pitcher is on for Georgia State here in the top of the eighth. The Raiders have scored three to take a nine to seven lead. Watson is out. The new pitcher is Chandler Dawson, a right-hander, 6'1", 185 sophomore from Warner Robins. And coming in for his 12th appearance, he has also started nine games. Two and four with a 4.82 earned run average. 37 and a third innings, he's allowed 39 hits. 20 earned runs, has walked 14, struck out 28. He's allowed eight home runs, which is more than any other pitcher on their staff. Opponents hitting 279 off Chandler Dawson. So Watson leaves after pitching only two-thirds of an inning. He's allowed three runs all earned on four hits and is responsible for the runner at first, J.T. Mabry. No walks, one strikeout. Now Galloway will bat with the runner at first and two outs. Jackson today has a single. He's walked, grounded out, and flied out. Right-hander Chandler Dawson with the pitch, and it's outside ball one. Clutch hit by Mabry. Runners at second and third, two outs, and found the hole between third and short for a two-RBI single. Throw to first, runner back. Hits are even now at 11 apiece. Raiders lead in the column that counts. Nine to seven. The pitch. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Galloway. Spears waiting to hit next. Mabry leads it first. He's going. Pitch low and outside to throw to second base. Not in time. Catcher Marchman bounced it up there. And the second baseman could not take it on the short hop. So that'll be a stolen base for JT. That'll be his ninth of the season. 
And the count, two balls and a strike to Galloway. And now Mabry in scoring position at second base. Raiders have done some running today. Pitch taken low, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Dawson comes set. And the pitch is swung on. One hopper to third, long throw across, and just got him by half a step. Good play over there by the third baseman, Cheney. So Galloway grounds out third to first. That will be all in the eighth inning. Dawson comes in, puts out the fire, but the Raiders score three on four hits and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee, nine. Georgia State, seven on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders leading now nine to seven. Second time they've led in this game. Had a three to one lead after two innings. And Bryson Thomas on the mound. He will face Cheney, Boynton, and Ryerson. Two, three, four hitters for the Panthers here in the eighth inning. Bryson Thomas, two and a third innings, no runs, two hits. Two walks, two strikeouts. Grounder to third. That is a fair ball. Coker up, throws to first. Had to throw it from one knee and could not get a lot behind it, but still a great stop. That saved a double as Coker Backhanded over in foul ground, far behind the bag at third. Tried to throw to first, but Cheney is on at first with a leadoff single. Third hit off Thomas. And now the batter is Boynton. Has a single today. He's walked twice and struck out. Pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. Popped out of Spears' mitt. He recovers it quickly. One strike to count to Boynton. Big 
six foot six second baseman, if you can believe that. He came into the game hitting 381. Thomas for the pitch. Swing and a miss. That was an off-speed breaking ball and had Boynton out in front, nothing and two. Nothing and two, the runner leads at first. And a ground ball to third, Coker goes to second. Got the out there, but to throw Almost pulled Mabry off the base. He was stretching like a first baseman to keep his foot on the base and catch the ball at the same time. And the leading out at second base, Coker to Mabry. Pointed on, on a fielder's choice, and the batter is Ryerson. Ryerson has been on base three times. Single, a walk, builder's choice, and he's slide out. Pitch just missed the knees, ball one. The one out here in the eighth inning, Raiders leading nine to seven. Picked up three in the top of the eighth. Big two-run RBI single by J.T. Mabry. Broke a 7-7 tie. There's a swing and a miss. The count is one and one to Ryerson. A ball and a strike. Runner at first, one out. Here's Bryson Thomas with the pitch, low and in the dirt. Stopped by Spears. Two balls and one strike. Ryder infield, double play depth. Big right-hander comes set. And a little tap foul on a breaking ball, two and two. Boy, Bryson has thrown a ton of breaking pitches since coming in. And mixing the fastball in and out. But the curveball has been his best pitch. Two balls, two strikes. Thomas comes set. And the pitch. And the breaking ball missed that time. The count goes full, three and two. Full count. Boynton, the runner at first, short lead. Not going. Ball hit off his fist in the shallow right field. Mabry back, makes the catch on the outfield grass. That's out number two. Two down in the eighth inning. 
And the batter is the first baseman, Cameron Jones. Jones, also one of their pitchers, has five saves this season. They've already used their closer, Watson. The Raiders knocked him out in the eighth inning. Two outs, runner at first. Jones, two hits and four trips today, both singles. And slams this one in. Coker leaps and makes the catch at third base to end the inning. Coker saved a double and a run with that play. That is all in the eighth inning. That one gets a star. No runs, one hit, one left. We've completed eight innings. Middle Tennessee nine, Georgia State seven on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Got a new pitcher for Georgia State. His name is Duncan Lutz, L-U-T-Z. Get him down in the book. He'll become the sixth pitcher used by the Panthers today. Right-hander, big guy, is uh, listed at 6'5", 197. A sophomore from Homerville, Georgia. So the pitcher Dawson, who came in with two outs in the seventh and got Galloway on a ground ball to end the inning, only pitched one-third of an inning. Another pitcher, Treadway, who was pitching before the weather delay, who also just pitched one-third of an inning. So the Raiders will have, coming up in the ninth, Spears, Coker, and Snyder. You know, we had a delay in this game earlier. Back in 1954, the Braves and the Pirates had a 12-minute snow delay in May, May the 4th, 1954. The reported temperature in Milwaukee dropped to 37 degrees during the game, delayed 12 minutes by snow, but the Braves behind Warren Spahn, who threw a six-hitter, defeated the Pirates by a score of six to one despite the snow delay. Maybe the Raiders can uh, survive a weather delay here. 
and win this game. They lead 9-7 going to the ninth inning. Mason Spears has fanned twice, grounded out, and popped out. And he will face Duncan Lutz. First pitch is outside. Ball one. Duncan Lutz making his 12th appearance. Two and one with a 7.80 earned run average and one save. Big tall right-hander delivers and a swing and a foul. Back to the screen. Lutz has pitched 15 innings, allowed 19 hits, 13 runs earned. Walked 11, struck out 12. Allowed a couple of home runs and opponents hitting over 300 against him. There is a strike called. Good fastball at the letters, and the count goes to one and two on Spears. Mason has just had a tough day at the plate. Lutz with the pitch and a foul to the screen. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. Coker waiting to hit next. The Raiders leading nine to seven, batting in the top of the ninth inning in Decatur, Georgia. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Spears down on strikes for the third time. That is out number one. The batter is Coker. He's had a good all-around game, a double, a triple. He's grounded out and flied out and made a couple of exceptional plays in third base. Big right-hander delivers outside ball one to Coker. Brett out of Hendersonville. Swung on, hit high in the air, but foul out of play. One ball and one strike. Coker a year at Itawamba Community College in Mississippi and then uh, lost the, the COVID year. Slammed in the hole, a base hit. That's his third hit. Single, double, and triple. So he is a home run shy of the circuit. First hit off Lutz. And with one out, a runner at first, the batter is Eston Snyder. Two for four, two singles, both infield hits, two strikeouts. Coker, the runner at first. And the pitch to Snyder, hit in the air to center field, right uh, center field and moving over into right center a couple of steps. And the throw back to first as they tried to catch Coker sleeping. But he was uh, alert and then dove back in there. So that is out number two. Looking ahead to the bottom of the night, they will have the six, seven, and eight hitters coming up against Bryson Thomas. 
Here's Nagishi. He has struck out, grounded out twice, walked and scored. Looking for his first hit. Runner goes, and a shot up the middle. That's a base hit. Coker will turn and go to third. And again, the Raiders with a perfect hit and run, although it almost backfired because with Coker going, the shortstop and second baseman were both converging on second, and that's where Nagishi hit the ball right over second base. But it was hit so hard, it went through to center field. So Coker to third. Nagishi with his first hit on there at uh, first base. Second hit off Lutz, and the batter is Dillingham. He's had a couple of hits and has driven in a run with a sack fly. Pitches outside, ball one. Raiders would like a little insurance as they go to the bottom of the ninth, leading by two. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch is bunted, but foul. Dillingham tried to surprise him with a two-out bunt. Count will go to one and one. Lights have been on here for a couple of innings. Turned them on shortly after we resumed play after that one-hour, 15-minute rain delay. Weather delay. I never did see much rain. Runner goes. Ball fouled out of play to the right. And the count will be a ball and two strikes. You don't see Nagishi run very often. He does not have any stolen base attempts this season. That would have been his first. Count now one and two to Dillingham. And there he goes. The pitch just missed. Pretty good looking pitch from up here. And the count will go to two and two on Dillingham. And Nagishi stole second. There was not, not a throw. So now second and third with two outs. Out of the stretch, the pitch. Outside, ball three. So he's run the count full to Dillingham, three and two. Two down, top of the ninth. Raiders trying to add on. Fly ball down the left field line. It's going to be caught by Strickland, the left fielder coming in. And that will retire the side. For the Raiders in the ninth, no runs. Two hits and two men left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. Raiders nine, Georgia State seven on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. 
Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Bryson Thomas will try to lock it down for the Raiders here in the ninth. Thomas had pitched only seven innings all season coming into this game. He's already pitched three and a third, no runs, three hits. Here is Strickland to lead off the ninth. The first pitch to him, high and inside, ball one. He got Strickland on a fly ball back in the sixth inning. Right-handed batter. And Thomas with the pitch, breaking ball just missed. Two balls, no strikes. Bryson has walked two, struck out two. Allowed three hits, but no runs. And laid the breaking ball right in there at the knees for a call strike, two and one. Strickland will be followed by Marchman and then Smith. But they've got a pinch hitter, left-handed hitter on deck, so they'll hit for Marchman, I assume. There's ball three, three and one. Thomas with the pitch, strike on the outside corner, three and two. Bull count to Strickland. right-hander delivers, struck him out swinging. Thomas got behind three and one in the count, came back with a breaking ball and then a hard fastball to strike him out, picks up his third strikeout. And with one out, the batter will be Jojo Jackson. A switch hitting outfielder pitcher, 6'4", 215, a freshman from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Jackson steps in there from the left side. Hitting 222 with two homers. Appearing in his 31st game. Check swing. And that is a ball to Jackson. One out in the bottom of the ninth. The Raiders leading nine to seven. 
pitch. That is off Spears' glove and ball two. Jackson is the first left-handed hitter that we've seen for Georgia State today. Their entire starting lineup all batted right-handed. Two balls, no strikes. There's a swing and a little tap foul down the first baseline. Thomas over to pick it up quickly and almost ran into Jackson as he was speeding down the line, not knowing whether that ball was going to be fair or foul. Well, that would have been a huge collision. Bryson about 6'4", 225. Thomas, 6'4", 215. Two balls, one strike. One out here in the bottom of the ninth. Raiders leading 9-7. Swing and a foul tip. At the plate, the count goes to two and two on Jackson. Smith, swinging a bat in the on-deck circle would be next. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Struck him out, looking. Jackson takes a call, third strike. And a good fastball from Bryson Thomas, and there are two outs in the ninth. Bryson picks up his fourth strikeout. The batter is Josh Smith. Single, a struck out, applied out, grounded out. Right-handed batter. Two down in the ninth. Pitch to the plate. That one hit the dirt in front of the plate. Bounced over by the Georgia State dugout. Ball one to Smith. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play, and the count goes to one and one. They've got another pinch hitter waiting, number 14, Mize. An infielder swinging a bat. He would hit for Reddick. Should Smith get on? One and one the count. And the breaking ball backed him away, ball two. Two balls and a strike. And the pitch comes outside, ball three, three and one. This is Bryson Thomas' game. He's, if he can set him down here, he'll get the win. Still got to get that last out. Swing and a ball hit shallow into the outfield. It's going to be caught by Benson and that's your ball game. Smith flies to center field, and Thomas sets him on three up, three down in the ninth inning. Raiders win by a score of nine to seven. Great pitching performance 
Bryson Thomas, who goes four and a third innings, no runs, three hits, four strikeouts, a couple of walks. And the Raiders pick up win number 23. They're now 23 and 19 on the season for Georgia State. They are now 25 and 21. That's going to wrap it up as uh, we will be back with our postgame show. We'll have some comments from head coach Jim Toman. Go over the totals and highlights of this game. Middle Tennessee winner 9 to 7 over Georgia State in the first meeting between these two schools since 1997. Stay with us now. The postgame show is next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. All right, thank you. And the Raiders win by a score of nine to seven over Georgia State. They improved their record to 23 and 19. And Georgia State falls to 25 and 21. As we said, this game was an add-on game for both teams. It's not on the original schedule. So the Raiders were able to pick up a win and we'll uh, take that one on the flight tomorrow to Miami for to open a three-game series with FIU. The Raiders uh, fell behind one to nothing on a solo home run by Cheney, third baseman for Georgia State in the first inning, but came back with three runs in the top of the second inning. Sacrifice fly by Dillingham, one run scored on a wild pitch. Sacrifice fly by Dillingham and a bunt single by Vincent who bunted in a run uh, so we got a sacrifice on that and an RBI and a 3-1 to one lead after two innings. Uh, the Raiders starting pitcher Jack Julian pitched into the fourth when he ran into trouble. And uh, Jacob Wright came on to relieve him, but not before the Panthers put up five runs in the fourth inning, take a 6-3 to three lead. Raiders came back with two in the fifth and uh, cut the lead to six to five. Georgia State got a run in the, their half of the fifth inning to make it seven to five. Raiders uh, pecking away, picked up a run in the sixth to make it seven to six. And then three in the top of the eighth inning to uh, get a come from behind win here by a score of nine to seven. Carson Herbert is down on the field with Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman. So we're going to throw it to you, Carson. Well, Coach, as a fan of the game, tonight was just very entertaining. Back and forth, both teams going all out. Uh, and it's even better when the Blue Raiders win. Uh, what, are, what are your initial reactions after this one? I'll tell you what, it's hot down here in Georgia. But uh, our guys really battled. We did not play good. We gave them probably four or five runs on a PFP play. It should have been a double play. But... Uh, I don't know how we came back and won. We just stayed with it. And uh, Bryson Thomas pitched really well for us, and we had some good time. Finally had that two-out hit that we needed from uh, Mabry late. But uh, a lot of guys stepped up. We made some good plays defensively, too. And let's talk about that rain delay in the fifth inning there. It's really hard to come back from it, to try and go back on the field and stay fresh like that. Uh, how how do you think the guys responded after that? Well, the bus drivers had the air conditioning on. I think that gave uh, Thomas a little bit of a breather, but we it was so long of a delay, we didn't want to put uh, Siebert back out there, so I probably messed up by putting him in too early, but I thought it was going to be a shortened rain game, and I wanted to get him out there, and then we had that long rain delay, so I couldn't put him back in. So Coach Myers decided to go with Thomas and four and a third with no runs. So that, that was the story of the game right there. Very good. So now we come back tomorrow morning and we go to Miami. A short turnaround. 
it, it's college baseball for you, but uh, what, what's the key for the guys uh, this weekend? Uh, we're going to go get a good meal tonight. We're going to get a lot of rest when we get back to the borough. And we're going to head to Nashville, bust to Nashville, fly to Miami, have a good practice uh, tomorrow night there, and rest a long time. We need to rest, and we need to hydrate, and we need to eat well, but we need to get off our feet. We're worn out a little bit. It's a lot of travel, but uh, we need to play really hard against FIU. Their record ain't that great, but I know they got really good players, so we're going to have to play well. All right, congrats on the win tonight, Coach. Thanks, appreciate it. It's Coach Jim Tillman with Carson Herbert down on the field as the Raiders close out Georgia State here by a score of 9-7. to seven. Uh, Final totals for Middle Tennessee, nine runs, 13 hits, one error. They left eight runners on base. For Georgia State, seven runs, 13 hits, no errors. They stranded 10 runners. The winning pitcher, Bryson Thomas, goes four and a third innings, no runs, three hits, two walks, four strikeouts, threw 72 pitches, and picked up his first win of the season. He's now one and one. The loss goes to the fourth Georgia State pitcher, Watson, who was on the mound when the Raiders rallied for three in the eighth. Uh, their starter, Sweat, went four and two-thirds. They used six pitchers. Duncan closed it out for them. The Raiders used four pitchers. Jack Julian went three and a third, gave up uh, five runs. Only three of those were earned. Seven hits, three walks on a strikeout. Jacob Wright went an inning, two runs, both earned on two hits. And Trent Siebert pitched uh, just a third of an inning, no runs and a hit. And then Bryson Thomas finished up. So the Raiders improved to 23 and 19. Georgia State now 25 and 21. Offensively for the Raiders, 13 hits today. Brett Coker had three of them, a single, double, and triple for Coker. Snyder had uh, a pair of hits, as did Brian Dillingham, who drove in the tying run when the Raiders uh, tied it there in the uh, eighth inning before they took the lead. Uh, Luke Vinson had a good game. He only had one official at bat. One hit and drove in uh, two runs for the Raiders. J.T. Mabry with the clutch hit uh, broke the uh, tie with a single with runners at second and third there in the eighth inning and uh, picked up two RBIs there. And Fausto Lopez had a pair of hits in his uh, return to the lineup. Mabry also returning to the lineup after missing three games. So the Raiders win it by a score of 9-7. to seven. Time of the game was uh, three hours and three minutes. They had a one hour and 20 minute weather delay. That was the official time, one hour, one hour, 20 minutes on the delay. As uh, the game started in uh, 85 degree weather, it's probably down to around 72 or three right now. Middle Tennessee, a winner, nine to seven. It's gonna wrap it up for us here. I'd like to thank everybody at Georgia State for the nice facilities here in the press box. Uh, everything very good at the uh, GSU baseball complex here in Decatur. Now it's off to Florida tomorrow. Raiders will play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against FIU. I know the facilities won't be nearly as good as they are here in Georgia, but we'll have the broadcast at 6 o'clock on Friday, 5 o'clock on Saturday, and 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. Those are the uh, game times as we have them, and all of our games here on the Blue Raider Network. 
For our Director of Transportation, Wayne Gross, our studio producer, Trenton Perry. Been a long day for everybody. This is Dick Plummer. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you from Florida on Friday with more Blue Raider baseball. And good afternoon from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.